Hey, what's up? Welcome to Splice. This is your host, T-Rav, and today I'm going it solo to end the pilot season of the podcast. I'm going to touch on New Year's resolutions and then go through some highlights and lowlights of 2018 as I see them in a segment called Left Right, and then finish by taking a brief look at the pilot episodes of the Splice podcast. Okay, so let's start off by talking about New Year's resolutions. A lot of people make them, usually about December every year, better late than never, I suppose. And I would say probably by the end of January are where most people either forget about them or say, screw it. And so it got me thinking, how could there be a better system where New Year's resolutions could be more meaningful and are easier to to hold yourself accountable to them. So my suggestion is to make a New Year's resolution where you're actually passionate about the thing or said thing that's in your resolution. By my logic, it would be easier to hold yourself accountable to whatever resolution you made if you're passionate about whatever the resolution is. I think something that could really help you make a successful New Year's resolution is to think of it more about like goal setting, something like you do at work. So making it a SMART goal, if people know what SMART goals are. So for those who have never heard of that term before, it means specific, measurable, aligned, realistic, and time-driven. So the acronym kind of changes depending on what Google link you pick on. However, that's the one that I was taught, so that's what I'm giving to you. So, for example, instead of saying I'm going to give up drinking pop in 2019, or for those of you outside of the Midwest, I suppose you would call that soda, maybe instead you should make a goal to have a can of pop only twice a month or twice a week. So it's something that's specific. You can measure it because you can count cans of pop, I hope. It's aligned to what the goal is overall it's more realistic than saying you're going to give it up entirely because come on we're all human and we're not perfect it's like saying hey you know what trav you should give up telling terrible jokes entirely it's not realistic it's not going to happen and then you're also saying that it's time driven it's twice a month twice a week and so you know by the end of the month that you should only have drank X amount of cans of pop that you put forth. So if you're saying, hey, Travis, why don't you practice what you preach? Fair enough, fair enough. So for myself, in my New Year's resolution, I am dedicating my goals, so to speak, to the environment. So my SMART goals for 2019 are that I will purchase a fully electric vehicle, by June 30th, and I will transition to have vegetarian meals five days a week by March 31st. My last SMART goal for 2019 
is that I will ride my bike to work at least four days a week when the outdoor temperature is above 40 degrees Fahrenheit. So for me, I'm very passionate about protecting the environment. It's my number one thing. And so we're getting to a point where my future children could potentially live on a planet that is barely habitable, and we all need to do our small parts to reduce our environmental impact to prevent the Earth from getting that way. So I'll try to spare everyone my uh, spiel on protecting the environment. That will be subject of a future episode, I'm sure. Not the point of what we're talking about today. So if you're out there getting ready to make your New Year's resolution, if you haven't already, I would seriously advise you to sit down and think about making your resolution in the form of a SMART goal and making it realistic. And if I'm going to uh, throw my own little biases in there, make your own SMART goals about how you can reduce your environmental impact. Okay, so now I want to shift gears to talking about some of the events that happened in 2018, a sort of year-in review, if you will. And I was thinking about what would be the best way to talk about the events of 2018, both good and bad, and I finally came across the perfect idea. Treat it as if I was using Tinder or Bumble or whatever other dating app you use. So this segment will be called Left Right, and the overall premise will be that if it was a good event or something that was overall positive that I think happened in 2018, I would swipe right to it, and if it was a negative event of 2018 or something that I didn't like about the year, I would swipe left to it. So I'm going to do a few of each, and then... We're going to do, we'll end on a positive. So, this is Left Right. First up, swipe right to the record voter turnout in the 2018 midterm elections. We had a historic amount of women and minorities elected to public office, and that is something we all should be proud of. A special shout out to the people who really came in in the clutch. Millennials and young people, thank you for coming out of your safe spaces just long enough to cast a vote. Swipe left to President Donald Trump trying to say the word anonymous. The latest act of resistance is the op-ed published in the failing New York Times by an anonymous, really an anonymous, gutless, coward. You just look. Need I say more? Swipe right to this year's superhero movies. From Black Panther to the incredible sequel, 2018's collective group of movies made 2017's look as appealing as eating a Tide Pod. Swipe left to the Amazon warehouse robot that indirectly sprayed 54 workers with bear repellent. 
The robot unintentionally punctured a 9-ounce can of bear spray, which released it into the air. As a result, 24 employees were hospitalized. Man, just when you thought wages were the worst thing affecting Amazon's workers. Swipe right to Childish Gambino, making everyone woke AF with his song, This Is America. Finally showing us a glimpse of what some communities of color have been dealing with every day for a while. Swipe left to the rise of far right wing governments across the globe, from Brazil to Poland and Turkey to the Philippines. 2018 was the best year for authoritarians since the 1930s. I'd try to make a joke about this, but quite frankly, the only thing that's funny about it is that they'll probably get overthrown by their own people in a couple of years. I hope. Well, if that really didn't cheer you up, I can't say I blame you, but here's something that might swipe right to the team of Boston researchers who reversed the aging process in mice. At least now, guys on dating apps won't have to dig up pictures of themselves 10 years ago to not look like they're a creep, since they'll actually be up to date now. But swipe left to none of that mattering since we have less than 10 years, according to UN climate scientists, to significantly reduce our greenhouse gas emissions to try and avert the worst effects of climate change. Swipe right to my main man, Drew Brees, for taking absolutely no prisoners this year. Just this year alone, he broke the record for most career passing yards, passing Peyton Manning, broke his own record for completion percentage, now at 74.4%, and beat the Baltimore Ravens to join Peyton Manning and Brett Favre to have a win against all 32 NFL teams. He also holds a handful of other records, and he hasn't even gotten his first prostate exam yet. You gotta admit, that's pretty impressive. Swipe left to Logan and Jake Paul. I haven't been this ashamed of a couple of people from Cleveland since Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith played in the NBA Finals last year. I think in the end, they will probably be more like the Menendez brothers rather than James and Dave Franco. And last but not least, I promised to end on a high note, and I think we should get right onto it. Swipe right to the hashtag MeToo movement gaining momentum in 2018. It's good to know the only button that Matt Lauer will be pressing from now on is the doorbell to his now ex-wife's house to drop his kids off after his court-ordered weekend per month. But, in all seriousness, we have come a long way this past year when it comes to gender equality, but, in my opinion, we have a long way to go. So let's keep up the fight. And that's been Left Right. Now, let's move on to the final part of this episode. This part is for you, the listeners, and you might be thinking, well, isn't this whole podcast and all the episodes for the listeners well you'd be right but this is where i'm specifically talking to you the listeners like any good host i want to know what you liked and what you didn't like about this podcast about any specific episode and in general how can i make the podcast better so throughout this uh, pilot season or season one we've tested out different formats different segments from panel discussions to monologues to one-on-one interviews, and 
some little funny joke segments. I wanted to use season one to try and test out what worked, what didn't work, what I felt comfortable with, and finally to see what people liked the best. So I'd like to ask you all some questions to get your brains churning, to get you all to think back to episode one, two, and three, and even this one. So the first question is, what was your favorite format for the show? And a follow-up to that, what piece or pieces of an episode did you enjoy? How was the music? Was it too much? Was it too boring? Too much rock and roll? Not enough rap? Not enough country? Were the topics relevant to the theme of the show? That overall theme being bringing multiple viewpoints together into one conversation and having difficult conversations. Finally, what can I do better as a host? As most human beings, I am far from perfect. That being said, I truly want some constructive criticism from all of you so that I can make the second season even better. You might be asking, well, how can we submit our feedback? Well, that is something that if you listen to the end of every podcast, you should know. But I'm happy to remind you. Please send an email to splicepodcast at gmail.com. And I think we've done enough looking back in this episode, so I think it's time to look forward now. So with the feedback I get within the next couple of months, I'm going to plan episodes for season two. I wanted to start off the podcast on a lighter note with some of the topics discussed, especially while I was getting warmed up to podcasting in general. So that's kind of season one in a nutshell, is kind of avoiding dicey subjects and things that could cause people to argue for the entirety of the episode. However, my goal for season two will be to turn things up a notch and really get to important issues that people don't see eye to eye on, and especially issues that are important to me. I must say, with a little bit of bias, that the best news of all is that season two will be on multiple outlets in addition to YouTube. That's right. Coming to your neck of the woods in Season 2, Splice Podcast will be on iTunes and Google Play. So with that, I want to remind everybody again to send in your feedback in one form or another. Shoot a note to splicepodcast at gmail.com. And I also want to thank everyone who dedicated some time to listening to the pilot episodes this season. Also, special thanks to all my friends and family that helped me produce the episodes. I'll see you next season.